Well, last night it touched down. Etihad Airways, the national carrier of the UAE, touched down in Kolkata as the airline made its much-anticipated return to the Indian city. It's now going to be starting a total of seven weekly non-stop flights, which will once again connect India's financial capital of Kolkata uh, with Abu Dhabi. Uh, it was uh, following the reintroduction of services that Kolkata now becomes Etihad Airways' eighth destination in India. And to speak more about this, uh, we are joined via Zoom from our D, the Chief Revenue Officer at Etihad Airways. Thank you very much for joining us on Talk 100.3. Hey, thanks everyone. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, as you said, you know, eight destination. We have, a, we have a long history with India. You know, we go back uh, uh, 19 years. We've carried 20 million passengers to India. And Kolkata last night became just uh, that, the eight, that eight city that we're connecting to daily, as you said. Um, so we're excited. I was on the flight, completely full. Um, you know, great, uh, great uh, service on board, a uh, lot of Bengali food, and I went back and came back. So I'm a little tired, but great to have a great crew and great uh, group of guests on board. So uh, great start to the flight. You mentioned about Bengali food on flight, uh, Arik. Uh, did, did, does it mean there will be Machir, Joel, Jhal, Muri and Roshagulla too? Actually, I wish you were there because we did have Machir, Joel on the flight. <laughs> uh, that was one of the options. So it was there you missed out. Uh, we also had Roshagolla and Gulab Jamun on the flights as well. So that was there for all our, all our guests, both in the premium cabin as well, well as in economy class as well. Um, so next time you're on board, look out for it. You, we'll, we'll serve you well. This is incredible, isn't it? Now, you know, eighth destination in India. Obviously, India is one of those popular destinations as far as the travelers from the UAE are concerned, uh, to and fro. Uh, are, are, there, are there plans of extending beyond the eighth destination within uh, some time to come, Eric? Yeah, look, we're very excited about this. Um, so this year, it's not only the eighth destination of Kolkata, right? We've uh, expanded significantly in the last few months. We now fly uh, 118 return flights to the to the to the Indian cities. Um, we are looking at a few different things, few different options. Um, you know, India is something that's very much part of this airline's DNA, as as in the UAE, as you can understand. Um, you know, like like I said, we have 20 million passengers. Um, we have 800,000 um, people who are members of members of Etihad's. Uh, loyalty program and of course uh, I have 1,404 colleagues who are Indians so it's it's something that's very much part of Etihad and so those extra cities will come not there not at liberty to reveal where they are but I promise you will be the, <laughs> one of the first ones to know I, I want to know what's taking you so long why is it taking so long for Kolkata to be number eight you know uh, one of the things we're looking at is fleet um, there's a global shortage of aircraft delivery right now so um, as we take new aircraft, um, you know, these destinations come online. And it's not only Kolkata, right? I mean, we've announced new services to Lisbon in Portugal, to Mykonos in, uh, in Greece, Malaga in Spain, Dusseldorf, Copenhagen. And we have three or four other um, destinations up our sleeves. So as, as, as we get these aircraft coming in, um, they will be flying and to places that people here want to go to both in Abu Dhabi and the rest of the UAE. You mentioned uh, the fact that so many planes have been down and COVID-19 hit so many industries. Aviation was hit almost the worst of any industry. Um, but now we're seeing a huge recruitment drive from Etihad and many other airways. Um, how challenging has it been for you at Etihad to now try and get staff levels and recruit staff that are at uh, an acceptable level and get it back up to normal? Because it's in a challenging time for you. Yeah, no, look, um, I think we actually did a very good job. If you recall last summer um, across the world, especially in parts of Europe and North America, there was lots of air, air, airline cancellations, delays, you know, air, airports were a mess. 
we kind of anticipated the demand uh, bounce back early in uh, 2001, end of 2000, uh, you know, beginning of 2002, uh, 2022. And so we started our hiring drive very well on. So we came out of last year with a 99.7% completion rate. So that means 99.7 times a percent of times our flights uh, were not canceled and that's industry leading. So, you know, the, 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 uh, the search for talent is a continuous one. And it's obviously something that our HR team is very much on top of. But the good thing is that we are prepared. We knew that it was going to come back because, you know, travel is in all our DNAs. We're so accustomed to it. It's not a luxury anymore. We all want our vacation. So, you know, there was a small uh, hiccup, but, you know, it's back. And the good thing is that we prepared for it. So we don't anticipate a lot of challenges on this front uh, going forward. In fact, uh, you know, talking about challenges, one of the biggest challenges, and when you do long distance flights, especially when you go to US, there is a lot of clearances that you need to get through uh, once you land in US. Uh, you know, you guys at Etihad have done there's a pre-clearance facility at Abu Dhabi Airport. How does that work, and and what kind of services are lined up for travelers uh, to the US? Then, yeah, great question. So um, it's a little known fact actually, but we are the only uh, pre-clearance facility for the US in the Middle East, there's, there's a handful of them across the region um, and uh, across the world, and we happen to be the only one in the Middle East. What it basically means is that when you walk into our facilities at, at Abu Dhabi airport, you do your immigration, your US immigration here in Abu Dhabi, mm-hmm. right? So here in Abu Dhabi, you go through immigration, you go through customs. So when you land in the US, you just basically you get off the plane, pick up your bags and go home. Or even better for those of uh, those of those people connecting to our partner airlines like JetBlue, you basically go on to the next flight as a domestic flight. So while if you fly other airlines, you will need two hours, three hours to connect in the U.S. For us, it's a short 45 minutes in those gateways because you roll off the plane, get your bag, and you are you're you're, you're ready to go. Um, and that pre-clearance facilities is for all our flights, you know, to Chicago, to New York, to Washington. All the flights benefit from that pre-clearance facility. Here in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, coming uh, coming off the plane from Australia and landing in LA and having to spend two and a half hours at LAX is something I don't wish on anyone to have to go and <laughs> to have to go through that. So uh, for many people that are going to those destinations, as you said, uh, to be able to have that pre-clearance um, is is fantastic. How did you come to that arrangement? Um, look, we it, it, it took a while. I mean, we were blessed with uh, uh, you know great uh, government support from both sides. Um, we wanted to set ourselves up differently in the region where we wanted to see how we could differentiate ourselves. So we work with stakeholders across the UAE, with the government here in Abu Dhabi and with our American colleagues um, saying, what could we do better and how could we make life more uh, simpler uh, simpler for our guests? So, you know, you don't have to wait two and a half hours when you land after a 16 hour flight uh, in L.A., right? And what's remarkable is, you know, is people came together to deliver this proposition. And for that, we are very thankful to the airport and to the authorities on on both sides. A lot of hard work behind the scene. But, you know, when you when you're driven by a purpose, uh, magic happens. So. And also, uh, we've seen how flights have gone up. They've been uh, horrendously expensive over the past couple of years as this, this demand pre-COVID to travel again. Uh, but you've got news there are sales on some select routes from the UAE, which launched on the weekend. Yeah, so that's a question I get a lot as someone who controls uh, airline fares. Yeah. So let me tell you, book early. That's the one thing I will tell you over and over. Book early because the deals are out early and early. You know, demand's soaring. I think all of you going back to your loved ones last summer saw some very high prices. So that's just demand and supply. So one thing, you know, we have our, pre, our pre-summer pre sale going on right now. You can go to Kolkata and some select Indian cities 
for less than a thousand dirhams round trip. You can go to Cairo for a thousand one ninety five. You can go to Europe for two thousand six hundred below to Paris and some of the destinations. So if I wanted to tell one thing to your uh, to your listeners right now, go and buy the ticket now. Don't wait. And, and when are the sales to Australia? Help me out here. <laughs> it's expensive at the moment. They are a little bit expensive, you know, but we're going to have some extra flights coming up to Australia and that's going to bring the fare down. Um, you know, those aircraft, we have four 787s coming on. So you're going to see a better product and more frequencies on our Australian flights very soon. Yeah, they're very good. I, I can, I'm, I can mm-hmm. say I've once flown the Etihad Airways uh, on the uh, 787 to Australia as a guest as staff travel. I won't tell you how I got that, but I did. And it was one of the most incredible flights I've ever had. So it's a a great aircraft. See, the idea is to get out as many secrets as possible, not from you, but from Eric while he's here. (laughs) Eric, you you mentioned that you're someone who controls the prize. Could you also break the myth to everyone who's listening to us that is there a cheat code to get the best rates when you're booking? Is it like book three months in advance, book on a Tuesday, book in the middle of the night? There are so many, you know, talks that people have when they're trying to give you a tip when you're booking air tickets. Is there a rule? Is there a specific way to get the cheapest airfare ever? You know, this reminds me of every time when I listen to advice on how to lose weight and everyone has a a thousand different ways of doing so. And really, it's to eat healthy. The simple secret to buying a good deal is book early. Obviously, you know, there will be deals like in any other industry where you you have deals at certain time of the year. But in general, if you if you know you're going to go somewhere, book the ticket early, because most likely with a 60 percent probability, the fare is going to go up. This idea that fares are lower booking on Wednesday or Thursday or Monday, uh, it's an urban legend. Well, I hate to break this to you, urban well, legend. You know, I, I knew you'd answer that question well because I'm pretty sure you're, you're asked it about four times every single day. <laughs> so uh, congratulations on the, the launch of Etihad Airways returning to East India. There will now be daily flights to Calcutta. As we said, there are some sales that are going on this weekend. And Arik D, the Chief Revenue Officer at Etihad Airways, thank you very much for your time this afternoon on Talk 100.3. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great, great to have you there. So, look, there's a fantastic, fantastic option uh, for many people that are looking to travel to Kolkata, but also uh, for anyone that is in Kolkata that wants to use uh, Abu Dhabi and Etihad's network to go anywhere else in the world. You know, it's a great opportunity as well to come the other way. Indeed, it is. You know, I mean, uh, you want to fly, you want to fly comfort, you want to fly great food, and like Eric mentioned, that if you're flying to Kolkata, the food is also very Kolkata driven. So, you know, I mean, if if you are someone who loves and relishes local food. Then well, so be it. TSB Talksport Business on Talk One Hundred Point Three. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB Talksport Business podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from three to seven pm across the UAE on Talk One Hundred Point Three. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.